Hello and welcome to episode 2 of the One Whole Being podcast. In this episode, I really want to share with you my journey. My journey through darkness and light. And in the future episodes, we're going to be getting into practices and I'm going to be sharing a lot of information and practices and tools. But I thought it would be really useful for me to just share my journey so you know what I've been through and where I'm coming from as well. I thought that would be a really useful place to start off with. Uh, so my journey is definitely one that's characterised by darkness and light. The darkness, I remember it really starting when I was about 17 or 18 and I remember feeling just really lost and disillusioned and alienated and just really confused about who I was and what this life was all about. I'd just look at other people and I'd be what what is this life all about? And I'd watch the news and I'd just feel absolutely heartbroken by what what I saw. And it just led to this deep state of depression. And it was a real soul sadness. And I remember going along to the doctors at that time. And the doctors prescribed me with antidepressants. And he said that I was depressed. And I remember coming away thinking, how can a tablet fix what's wrong with me? How can the medication fix the problem? But I did take the medication and also during that time I was started drinking a lot and taking different drugs and really trying to numb the pain that I was feeling through alcohol and drugs and I'd also go off traveling to different parts of the world as well and that was really a way to kind of run away from my pain I was I was just running away I was lost and confused and hurting and I thought if I ran far enough and never stopped running I could outrun the pain and if I drank enough alcohol or smoked enough marijuana then it would numb the pain but of course those tactics didn't work you know they just they just made it worse I'd get back from my trip and I'd be back where I started or even worse and you know, next day after a hangover, I'd, all of my problems 
were still there and some new ones probably as well. And during that time I was also searching as well, seeking, I was reading a lot of self-help books. I remember starting to meditate when I was... I remember my first experience with meditation was when I was about 17. And me and a friend went... We were riding our bike through the forest. Um, and we stopped by this lake. And... He'd, he'd been reading this book called Zen Mind, Beginner's Mind and he said oh do you want to try meditating I was like yeah go on then let's give it a try and I remember we put our bikes up against the tree and we sat down by the lake and my friend encouraged me to close my eyes and he just said, close your eyes and just breathe deeply for a few minutes and see what happens. And I remember that was my first experience with finding some inner stillness and some peace. And during that time I was just so feeling so down and depressed and I closed my eyes by that lake and just felt some some peace, some stillness. And that sparked within me this love of and this journey through meditation and also a journey looking for self-help books. It's almost like a bit of a desperate search, you know, getting lots of different books, trying to find keys and the answers and trying to find the solution to what was wrong with me and I kept meditating I kept searching and I also kept running away I kept drinking and then a few years later I was 27 and I went to South America and I went on this big trip around South America and you know, I was volunteering on different uh, projects, uh, environmental projects, and I was, you know, going on these ad wild adventures as well. And I got back from South America nearly a year later, and I had this flesh-eating parasite living in my arm that I'd picked up from the jungle in Bolivia. And I had to go to the hospital many times treatment. They had to pump me full of this lead, lead-based medicine to heal the, the flesh-eating parasite in my arm. But much worse than the parasite was this deep, heavy depression that I was feeling. And parasite was cured you know in just a few weeks really but the depression stayed and it was this real heavy blackness and I couldn't see a way out and again I started drinking heavily and I, I was really out of control and on the edge and I 
I thought that the only solution, or one of the only solutions, was to take my own life. But thankfully I didn't do that, you know, and partly because I've got such an amazing parents, an amazing family, that I could never do that to them. I could never inflict that, that wound of, t of what it would cause them if I took my own life. And I remember going to the doctors again and just explaining to the doctor what I was going through and the doctor this time diagnosed me with bipolar disorder. And I remember coming away from the doctors feeling a sense of relief in some sense that okay I had this um, diagnosis for what I was experiencing. And I was certainly experiencing these tremendous highs. I'd been having these highs where I just felt love and joy and this tremendous sense of freedom. And then I was also having the crushing lows as well, the deep dark depression, the dark night of the soul. And the doctor prescribed me with these these two different types of medication and I started taking them um, and they did help to even out the mood uh, my mood a little bit but I remember feeling I've really got to get to the root of this I've got to go deep and get to the root of why it is that I'm just in so much pain. Why it is that this deep waves of sadness and depression and anxiety and alienation and sorrow and heartache and soul sadness, they just keep coming. And I knew that medication couldn't fix the problem. And I knew that I had to go very deep and find out what it was that was causing this. And during that time I remember going on a, re a weekend retreat. And in that retreat I had some... During the meditations I had a few moments of stillness and clarity. And... I heard this message come to me, this voice said you've got to move to a new place and go deep into this pain and find out what is at the root of this and then I heard the name Brighton which is this little town in England and I knew then that I had to move move to Brighton and get to the root of all of this pain and suffering that I was experiencing. And that evening I sat down next to a friend who I didn't know who lived in Brighton. I didn't know where he lived and I just said to him, after I'd heard that message, I just said to him, I'm going to move to Brighton. I'm going to start a new life and I'm going to move to Brighton. 
and as chance would have it, he lived in Brighton, and he had a flat overlooking the sea. And he said to me, I'm going to be going to America for a couple of weeks, so if you want to have the keys to my flat, then you can have them and you can just stay there and just see if it's a place where you would like to live. And I said, yeah, that sounds good. And in that moment, he actually gave me the keys to his flat. So I thought, wow, if that's not a sign that that's the place where I'm meant to be, then nothing is. So I took the keys, his spare keys off him and I went home after that retreat and I was living with my parents at the time because I couldn't really look after myself um, or I hadn't been able to up until that point I was living with them and I told them I'm, I'm moving to Brighton and they were probably really quite worried but also very supportive and I bought a train ticket and I got the train down to Brighton and that started a, a journey in Brighton where I was living there for I ended up living there for about seven years and during that time I was just trying lots of different practices lots of methods continuing to read lots of books I quit drinking quit drinking alcohol which was a massive step and that that sobriety allowed me to do this deep healing inner work um, and I was trying lots of different methods and techniques and practices and I just kept doing the ones that worked and letting go of the ones that didn't And it certainly didn't happen overnight, but in time, this dark fog within me started lifting. I just kept, I learned how to let go and release. And I just kept releasing and letting go and this deep waves of sadness and depression keep kept coming up. And I just kept releasing and letting go and finding the courage to look at this pain within me and learning how to not run away from it but be able to sit with it and just hold it and I learned that this was a much more fruitful and healing way to deal with it than I had been dealing with it in the past and as I kept letting go, as I kept releasing and I started to feel much lighter and brighter and more joyful and my I, I did this work to heal and open my chakras and they my natural energy started flowing up and those glimpses that I'd had in the past of these high states of love and joy and just feeling free in the past I'd had these glimpses of them but they just lasted a few minutes or a few hours. 
And now they started to last much longer for days and weeks. And my heart chakra started opening. And I started feeling this tremendous love. Not just for friends and family, but for strangers as well, you know, people that I would see on the street. I just start feeling this tremendous love for them and, and love for animals and insects and trees as well. And, and I found this love for myself as well. And I started to be able to bathe in this energy of unconditional love. And my natural energy, this what the yogis call Shakti, this started rising up from within me and pouring up, shining up like light beaming up out of my crown. And I started feeling this, this light, joy, freedom, peace, happiness for no reason. And one of the practices that had a really profound impact on me was Yoga Nidra. And through the practice of Yoga Nidra, and this wonderful teacher that I went on a retreat with, I, I learned how to step back from my mind, step back from my thoughts and step back from my emotions and lean back into my soul, that soul space that place that is free, light, joyful, limitless, timeless, connected, unified, whole. And I, I was able to connect with that space almost every day and just lean back into it and find that beautiful space of stillness and freedom. And I had this feeling that I, I really wanted to be able to share this with others. All these practices that I'd learnt, all these tools. But I knew I needed training to be able to properly share it. So I trained as a holistic counsellor and as a spiritual counsellor and that gave me the tools and practice and confidence to be able then to work one-to-one -one with people to help them to learn how to let go and find their light and heal their chakras and heal their energy centres and find their purpose and meaning like I had and I realized that my purpose and meaning was to share this with others to help others find this emotional freedom and that's why I've what I want to do in this podcast to share with you tools and practices that can help you feel so much better. 
Now I don't want to give the impression that I'm feeling this love and joy all the time. That's certainly not the case. I continue to experience all of the emotions that the heart can play. You know, sadness. Sometimes I feel anger. Sometimes guilt. Sometimes fear. And all of the higher emotions as well. You know, love, joy, acceptance. I, f I feel them all. And in some ways I feel them all more than I've ever felt. But what happens now for me is that I know that I've got this toolkit within me of how to deal with them. I've got this powerful toolkit that I can use to be able to sit with them and sit with my emotions and release them and let them go. And I've got this inner resilience of how to deal with emotions and deal with the mind and deal with thoughts and resilience to life as well. Uh, of how to deal with the challenging stuff that life will continue to offer. And I just feel so thankful and grateful to all of the wonderful teachers that I've had, all of the books that have touched me, and all of the difficult experiences that I've had, because even the depression, because the depression was my, one of my greatest teachers. It taught me and it forced me to go deeper within myself to find answers to find solutions, to find out who I am and to, to get to a point where I'm, I'm sitting here able to, to share this with you and to talk to you about it. So that's what this podcast is all about. It's me sharing tools and practices that I've learned to help you to let go, feel better, feel lighter, feel brighter, open your chakras, open your heart, and find emotional freedom, to be able to find that soul space, that, that soul, who you are, that's what this podcast is all about, and I just feel really grateful to be able to share this with you. Thank you for listening to this and I'm, I'll see you in the next episode. And if you do have any questions for me, um, if you want to ask me any questions, uh, you can go to my website at onewholebeing.com and there you can send me a message, ask questions, and you can also book a one-to-one -one with me as well. The first session is free, it's 45 minutes. It's a chance for us to connect, you know, and find out how I can help you. And lots of other resources on my website as well. Um, lots of information and 
meditations as well um, that can help you. So that's at onewholebeing.com. Thank you so much for listening and I'll see you in the next episode. Thank you.